I'm Jay Carr. This is The Great Cloud. Jude! James, I'm so glad you're here. You won't believe this. I went to comfort mom last night because of, well, you know, everything with Jesus. And when I got there, John, that disciple of his, he was comforting her and I heard him call her mother. Apparently, Jesus gave them to each other as mother and son right before he died. <laughs> He's so frustrating, even in death. That's our mom. I'm sorry. I know you've been having a tough time with his death too. I, I don't mean to be insensitive. No, Jude, that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. It all makes sense now. Why mom and dad were so obsessed with him and loved him the way they did. Why he was so much more wise than us. Why he was so uncomfortable to be around. It wasn't because of anything wrong with him. It was us. It was because he was holy and it made us see our sin. Don't you remember how he loved us? How he served us even though he was our elder? Everything makes sense now, Jude. Can you even think of one time he ever did us wrong? Yeah, since you asked. Don't you remember when we took mom with us, when we went to confront him about all the craziness that he was stirring up, and he ended up calling all of those disciples of his, his brothers and mothers, instead of us? You were the most devastated by that out of all of us. Listen, James, I loved Jesus too. He was our brother and losing him is tough, but he's dead now. And he got himself that way with that crazy movement of his. It's not going to help anyone if we fall into his craziness too. We kept hearing all about these mighty works he was doing in Galilee. But when he was in Nazareth, all he did was talk in the synagogue. No mighty works, except supposedly healing a couple sick people. That was because of our unbelief, Jude. I was at the synagogue that Sabbath day when he spoke so authoritatively. And so many in the town were offended because they knew where he came from and thought he was just a lowly carpenter like us. I was across the room when the crowd started to turn against him, but he looked right at me when he said a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and among his relatives and in his own household. And I could hear the sadness in his voice, Jude. He loved us. He loves us. What do you mean he loves us, James? He's dead. No, that's what I've been trying to tell you. He's alive. That's ridiculous. You sound like mom with all that nonsense. Mom was right. All of her devotion to him wasn't just because he was her oldest son. It's because he's God's son. Brother, don't shake your head. You know I found all of that son of God stuff hard to believe just like you and Joseph and Simon did. I mean, he was just our brother for most of our lives. Barely anyone knew him outside of Nazareth until just a few years ago. But we all knew he was special, Jude. Deep down, we knew. We were just too prideful to admit it. But we can't deny it anymore. He rose from the dead. He just visited me an hour ago. I saw him. I touched him. Our brother is alive. Are you sure of what you saw? How can that be? You know how it can be. Because he really is the Messiah. Jude, this vindicates everything he ever said. We were so blind and stubborn. He is Christ. He wasn't a victim of his crucifixion. He did that for us. Don't you remember during the Feast of Booths when we taunted him, telling him to leave Galilee and go to Judea to show himself to the world if what he said was really true? Yeah, I remember. 
He gave her some spiel about the world hating him for pointing out its evil and how his time had not yet fully come. Yes, this is what he was talking about. Remember, he did end up coming to the feast and he spoke to the crowds in Jerusalem and nobody knew what he was talking about when he said that he was only going to be with us a little longer and then he's going to him who sent him. He was talking about all of this that has happened. His death was intentional. He did it for us, for our stubborn sins. God is the one who sent him. And now God has raised him from the dead. I know that we were all upset and bitter and jealous by his great love for his disciples. But I'm telling you, brother, seeing him again, alive, risen, it's made me see that we need not be jealous of his love for his disciples. We must share in it. Jude, there is no more room for pride. It has kept us from him long enough. I beg you to join me in following our brother's example. <laughs> our Lord's example. If he was humble enough to eat with us, play with our friends, sleep beside us, and work with us in our father's trade for nearly his whole earthly life, living in obscurity while being king of heaven and earth, if he can have that kind of humility, we must be humble enough to trust him. Our brother, he's really alive? He's alive. He's really the Messiah. But if he really is God's son, oh James, I've been such a fool. How can I face him? All those years of doubt and smug ridicule. Do you think he'll forgive me? I know he will. He forgave me.